What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. It is currently July 21st, 12-12 a.m. We are talking right after the NBA Finals have just wrapped up on July 20th, 2021. I'm so happy to announce that the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo have won the NBA championship. It is crazy to even think about this happening, considering you know what, what they had to face and what they had to endure. Giannis going down, the three-headed monster in Brooklyn, and KD, Harden, and Kyrie. You also got Blake Griffin. Um, you know, the, the list goes, Joe Harris, the list goes on and on of great players that are coming out of Brooklyn. Um, we got the 76ers, great defense with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. Um, you know what I mean? The, the Miami Heat were the reigning Eastern Conference, ooh, sorry, Eastern Conference champions the year prior. Um, you have to face all those things and, and all that adversity that they just went through to get all the way to the Suns, where the Suns are fucking on guys left and right. They're busting their Lakers ass. They're busting the Nuggets. They're busting the Clippers. They're busting anybody that gets in their way, really. Um, and, and, and they took they took no prisoners. They just smoked everybody on sight. And the biggest part of this to me was the amount of preparation that went into this for the Bucks. Now, going into game one, we didn't even know before we even talk about anything, we didn't even know if Giannis was going to play or not. Like that hyper knee extension that he had, I believe it was in game five against Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken. It was something something like that. Um, game four or five around there. You know, we really had no idea how serious this was. That When I first saw it happen live on the TV, I thought, you know, that's his ACL, something, cra- or his MCL, or something crazy, his LCL, all the CLs, whatever it was, I thought that shit got obliterated, you know what I mean, and I'm sure in the offseason, he will have work on it, um, whether that be physical therapy, whether that be a minor surgery, wh- whatever it may be, I'm sure there is going to be work that needs to be done, because th- that that isn't just an easy fix, especially playing on it for, what is this, game six, yeah, bucks and six, I mean, if six games later, um, you know, it, it, it's a lot. And this isn't just normal pickup games or like normal practices. These were NBA final contested games against the league's best. Um, you know, you're taking on guys, Devin Booker with that Mambo mentality, CP3 getting into his first finals appearance in 16 seasons, DeAndre Ayton finally living up to that number one overall pick role. Um, Jay Crowder, who's no, no confusion. Like that man is a dog, whether he's lost in the last how many finals or not, he is a dog, a sniper, if you will. Um, Cam Johnson, Cameron Payne, others, you know, Monty Williams, amazing, amazing Suns team. And I give it all to him. Um, you know, I was a big Suns in four guy. Um, I, I got, I bought into the hype. I really did. I'm a big Devin Booker fan. Um, I've been a fan of him since I want to say, my sophomore junior year of high school so that's that was about um 2015 2016 around then um a little shortly after his rookie year it wasn't i'm not gonna say it was his rookie year it was probably his second or third year in the league that i became a fan of devin booker um and only because one of my boys put me on with him because you know not to make this about him but Guys like Giannis, you know, the first few years into the league, nobody knows them. Nobody knows Devin Booker like that because they're not televised, because the Suns are trash and the Bucks are trash and nobody nobody cares. Nobody cares. We're looking at them now. Man, they're the faces of the NBA. They're top 10 players in this league. 
um, for the next however many years you want to talk about it. Maybe Devin Booker's not top 10 right now, but he sure is making his way up there, especially with other guys like Bron, KD, Harden, aging, um, Kyrie, etc. But let's talk about let's talk about Giannis. First of all, first of all, <laughs> all three Antetokounmpo brothers are now NBA champions. LeVar Ball, where are you at? <laughs> the Antetokounmpo brothers are living up to the hype. I mean, it, it, it's just it's just real. Um, I don't want to butcher any of their names, so I'm going to try the best. Uh, Thanius Antetokounmpo, Kostas Antetokounmpo, and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo are now NBA champions. Obviously, Thanius plays with the Bucs, um, so him and Giannis won one together tonight. Um, and, and Kostas won one. Uh, with the Lakers last season. So that's that's fucking crazy. That is crazy that all three brothers are NBA certified champions. That is one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. And, and you know, Lonzo, Jello, LaMelo, all of them. We, we, we all thought that they were going to be the first, you know, um, brothers to not only play together, which can still definitely happen. You already have Jello playing, uh, practicing with the Hornets in their facilities. You have LaMelo on the Hornets. Lonzo's a free agent. Could easily happen this offseason if it wanted to. But for them to all be champions, back-to-back, back too. Oh, man. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy to comprehend that. It's something insane to talk about. But let's talk about Giannis because we're talking a lot about the Bucs. Um, this is their first championship since, I believe, 1971. Um, the last time they were in the finals was 1973, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. It's their second NBA title. Um, also, don't quote me on that. That's I'm pretty sure. No, you know what? That's facts. But um, Giannis, man. Giannis, we, we talk a lot about True Holiday. We talk, you know, coming in mid-season. That, we talked about it last video about why that was the huge difference maker because it is somewhat of a three-headed monster. Um, I really wouldn't call it that. I wouldn't call them a, a, a big three. I would just say that they play ball amazingly well. Like, would you call Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman a, a real big three? And, and you really can't because Dennis Rodman isn't the type of guy to score... 20 plus points per game but he plays his role and that's what makes it a big three so if you want to call it that you call it that but I mean to each their own um I love Dennis I I I definitely qualify them as a big three but some other people like to make the argument that it was only him and Scotty it's it to each their own but for me true holiday made this what it was you know Giannis obviously a dog being that guy but Chris Middleton was another key factor to where when they double teamed on Chris Middleton, it was really just Giannis out there. You build the wall and Giannis can't shoot that well. You know, that's how Miami got past him last year, leading to Miami going to the finals, yada, yada, yada. You guys know the story. Um, but once Giannis realized, you know, the wall is breakable. And it's not even that. It's just that we're bringing in True Holiday. That that makes the wall deteriorate, if that makes any sense. You know, you got Brooke Lopez, you know, as your big you got True Holiday, you got um, <laughs> Chris Middleton. I mean, the list goes, P.J. Tucker, great defender. Um, not much offensively going there, but you know how it is. Um, also a mid-season acquisition. But, um, and then you have Giannis. There is no room for a wall when you have these, this many ball handlers, this, these many playmakers on that offense. So getting True Holiday was one of the biggest key factors for me. Um, and we haven't even talked about the game yet. We're just talking about Giannis as a whole. Giannis, and not to sound like a dick rider, not to sound like someone who's you know going to jump on his nuts just because he won an NBA championship, but I'm going to say it right now. Giannis Antetokounmpo, and we're going to be having a conversation about it fairly soon. Um, 
people don't want to talk about it, but I think it's something that needs to be talked about. It needs to be brought up. At this age, right now, for Giannis Antetokounmpo, I want everybody right now talk about it. 26 years old, born December 6, 1994. Still 26 years old, mind you. We're going to talk about his accomplishments. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about them really quickly before we discuss the debate. Um, we're not going to get into the debate right now. We're just gonna, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, 2017 most improved player. All right, that's fine. Um, you know, <laughs> that's his first award. Now we're going to get a little crazy. Five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, three-time first team, three-time All-Defense, one-time first team, Defensive Player of the Year winner um in 2020 20 uh i believe it was 2019 and 2020 mvp he won two mvps he won a finals mvp and now he's an nba champion so if you need that list all all together again you know what i mean <laughs> listen to that again listen to all of that you know two two time mvp an nba champion a finals mvp so that's three mvps technically um you know one actually being a finals MVP, you know, a defensive player of the year, most improved player, all five-time All-NBA, three-time All-Defense. I mean, he's 26. So we're going to take that. And it's not a comparison. It's not to compare against anybody. Take that to what Michael Jordan was doing. Take that to what LeBron James was doing. Take that to what Kobe Bryant was doing at age 26. And this kid doesn't even have a shot yet, a, a three-point shot, a consistent one. This kid, if he gets a three-point shot, which he doesn't need to, to apply his game, obviously he doesn't. I just read you all of his accomplishments. He doesn't need it, um, obviously, to be successful. But if he were to get it, are we talking about a potential top five player of all time when it's all said and done? Giannis Antetokounmpo has the potential to do something special. At age 26, he's accomplished all of this. You know what I mean? And, and mind you, with a small market franchise, Milwaukee is not a beautiful place to live um, for a luxurious NBA player. You know what I mean? And I'm not knocking Milwaukee. I'm from Chicago. You know what I mean? I understand that free agents do not want to come here. We just had a video the other day about why LeBron and D-Wade also, and Chris Bosh and all of them in 2009-2010 offseason, the decision, a big part of why they wanted to go to Miami and not team up with Derrick Rose was because it's fucking Miami. You know what I mean? The beaches, the babes, the clubs. I mean, <laughs> the weather. I mean, it's just so much better. And, and you think Chicago is bad for all my Chicago listeners. Milwaukee's even colder in the winter. Um, so, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy. So for Giannis to not only get that $228 million contract extension, you know, growing up in Greece, um, selling DVDs on the strip, being, growing up poor with his family, fighting for everything. Um, I just watched a video earlier about how, um, when Giannis first came into the league, he actually had to ride his bike to the game once because his credit card didn't work because he kept sending all of his money back to his family in Greece. Um, you know, to, to, to just completely de define the odds, defeat the odds and just keep pushing. It, it's truly inspirational, you know, and we really haven't even talked about the fucking game yet. And I still can't believe I haven't even said the fucking score of, of the game, which is very unprofessional of me, but I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm wild. I'm wild. Um, Giannis is definitely without a doubt. 
um, the future of the NBA. And I don't want to be a dick writer. I don't want to be one of those guys that are saying that. But there are guys like Luca, like Giannis, like who else could we say? John Morant is one of those guys I still think. Trey Young, um, Zion Williamson, you know, these guys are going to be the new face of the league. And Giannis is making a point that it doesn't fucking matter where you play. That like like we th- we talk about LeBron all the time taking shitty Cavs teams um, to the finals in a small market like Cleveland, but Giannis did what LeBron couldn't. And mind you, he had better um, he had better players surrounding him, but he did it in a way where it just didn't feel like you know he was using that as an excuse for the last few years. He just always says, "I want to be better. We need to be better." He took it on his chin, and he, and he sucked it up, and he sucked it up, and he, and he waited for the opportunity to come. Um, LeBron, years later, goes back to Cleveland and, and lives out that promise, and I, and I love that. I love that. I think that's great. Um, Giannis tonight dropped 50 fucking points on their head. 50 points. We're going to talk about the entire series. He had 20 points in game one, 17 rebounds. Four assists. That's, you know, coming off a hyper knee extension. Shouldn't have even been in this series. I wouldn't have been. Um, that's in 35 minutes. 40 minutes in game two, 42 points, 12 rebounds, four assists. Game three, 38 minutes, 41 points, 13 rebounds, six assists. Game four, 43 minutes, 26 points, 14 rebounds, eight assists. Game five, 41 minutes, 32 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Game fucking six of the NBA Finals. 42 minutes, 50 points. He went 16 for 25, 14 rebounds and two assists. This man took this team by the fucking balls and he just rode it out. I mean, the Milwaukee fucking Bucks. I can't believe I'm saying it. They're NBA champions. You know, growing up, like we we didn't even really acknowledge them. Like Chicago, Chicago Bulls fans and the Milwaukee Bucks have zero beef. And I, I think that's funny. Um, because, you know, the Cubs and the Brewers have somewhat of a rivalry. The Bears and the Packers, without a doubt, have a rivalry. Um, and it's, it's just the Sox, obviously, don't really because they're not in the same uh, division or even in the same league. Um, you know, the Blackhawks, they don't, they're the only place with a hockey team. Obviously, Wisconsin doesn't. Um, but, you know. With basketball, you, they were just so irrelevant for so long. You really don't have that beef. You really there isn't there really isn't anything there. But you know it, we're gonna have to start you know giving them a run for their money. The Bucks win this game one hundred five to ninety eight. Chris Paul didn't look great. Um, let's just be honest. Chris Paul had a game this earlier this year, um, with seven turnovers, and, and not earlier in this year, earlier in this playoff series. With seven turnovers in a game. And and you wonder why. Why did this happen to the Suns after such an amazing run? I'm not making any excuses. I'm giving my in-depth analysis. This is what I think so far. Maybe there's a secret injury we don't know about. Maybe someone's injured. Maybe we don't know. We'll find out in the next coming of days. You know, it always comes out. Whether Chris Paul had a knee injury no one wanted to talk about. Maybe a shoulder was bothering him. Who knows? Um, but here's how I truly view it. You know, there's a great video that's out right now. Um, it shows what happens when guys win conference championships. And there's one that shows LeBron in L.A. Um, when he was just sitting on the floor, wasn't celebrating. It's one of Kobe, literally just standing there, not celebrating. There's one of MJ. Wins it, walks off the court, didn't give a fuck. 
You know, and then there's Chris Paul. Now, mind you, this is his first finals in 16 years. 16 seasons of injuries, of almost making it, getting bounced out of the playoffs year after year. He celebrated. Devin Booker celebrated. DeAndre Ayton was going fucking insane. You know what I mean? Cameron Payne was dancing his ass off. Monty Williams dancing his ass off. You know what I mean? Um, but the big part for me is, is I think they just were so excited and they thought that that was the hump. You know what I mean? I think a lot of them didn't expect Giannis to really play um, to the level that he was playing at. I think some of them probably didn't even know if he was going to play at all. I mean, that's how serious that knee injury was at first. That's how everybody viewed it. Um, for me, it's one of those things where I think they just were unprepared. I think they thought that Western Conference Championship was the championship. You know what I mean? And and that's really unfortunate. That's something that shouldn't go the way it does. Um, you hate to see it. And I, I'm not saying by any means that, you know, Devin Booker wasn't trying his best and that he wasn't locked in. By no means am I saying that. What I'm saying is I think they gave it all they could in the Western Conference Finals. And then they kind of took the pedal off the gas a little bit. Took their foot off the gas, I should say. Just a little bit. Um, you know, they definitely had an opportunity. They were up 2-0 against, against Milwaukee. And I think they got comfortable. That's honestly how I see it. Um, they went into that series comfortable. They got that 2-0 lead. And got really fucking comfortable. Now, also, I want to give a great shout out to Bobby fucking Portis, previous member of the Chicago Bulls at winning an NBA championship. Bobby was a dog, an absolute beast. Um, with Without a doubt, I'm so happy for Bobby. I, I've been a fan of Bobby for a very long time. I love his game. I love his person. Um, he's a great individual in, you know, unless you ask Nico Miritich, but other than him, pretty fucking sure and nobody can say anything bad about Bobby. Bobby is a great individual. Um Bobby is a great basketball player. He was a fan favorite in Chicago in um you know until that incident and then I mean he still was a fucking fan favorite in Chicago. No one really gave a shit about Miritich, but um that's it that's just the truth. But you know goes to Milwaukee. He gets he gets dealt a bad hand the year prior. Um goes to Milwaukee. Didn't really know how that was going to work and now he's a fan favorite again. And everybody in Milwaukee seems to love him. He's knocking down shots. He's confident. He's happy. <clears throat> Congratulations to Bobby Portis. Congratulations to Giannis Antetokounmpo, Thanius. Um I'm sorry if I butcher that. Um you know, congratulations to the entire Milwaukee Bucks fan base. Congratulations to my favorite teacher of all time, Dan Vincent, lifelong Bucks fan. Um, I was really happy to see him be able to win that championship. I was actually at a game. Um, me and my buddy Rob, we actually went to, to see the Nets, um, the Nets versus Bucks game. And the, like I talked about, I think in Bucks and Six video, um, was it, it was crazy. The atmosphere was crazy. In that stadium, forgive me, I, I don't remember the exact name of the stadium, but it was just the atmosphere. Seeing my my old teacher, you know, he's from Milwaukee, he's from Wisconsin. Um, he grew up there, born and raised. Moved to Chicago, taught me my junior and you know, I believe he taught me my senior year of high school. Taught me a lot. Um, sports writing, um, philosophy. I don't remember. It was I remember sports writing. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, you know, he, he, I just seeing how much he loved Wisconsin sports and to see that these guys, 
have been thriving and wanting this for so long and, and seeing the fan base and seeing the mascot and the cheerleaders, not the cheerleaders, but you know what I mean? The girls that are there, everybody's that are, that's there. It was just a lot of fun. It was just a lot of fun being there and seeing Giannis in action. You know, the he's like, he's the people's champ. He's the Michael Jordan of Milwaukee. I truly do believe that. You know, the way we praise Michael Jordan, the way we used to praise Derrick Rose back in the day, um, is the way they praise Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, you know, going in the next year, I mean, I was just watching an interview with Giannis. I mean, he's strictly talking about let's run it back. Let's enjoy the moment, live it up with Chris Middleton, and then run it back, you know? And, and I, I love that. I think that's so different. So many people, you know, talk about how, oh, well, the job's finished, and now we're going to get back to work after we celebrate. Giannis is already planning to get back to work. Um, he's going to enjoy this moment and he's going back to work. And and I love that. You know, you don't get a lot of that in nowadays. But, you know, with that being said, we're going to dive into this more. This is just my live initial reaction. Um, with that being said, congratulations to Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks on the 2021 NBA championship. Well-deserved. Um, Phoenix, CP3, D-Book, back in the lab. You know, keep doing what you're doing. You know, I mean, that was that was an amazing run by you guys as well. Um both coaches coached amazingly. This was an amazing series. I wish it could have went seven um, just so I get to see it more. But, you know, next stop, free agency. Am I right? You know, we're going to see what happens with all that. We're going to see if Luca gets the Supermax. We're going to see how that all pans out. Maybe Luca goes. Maybe we'll have a conversation. Luca to the Bucks? Um, what? Who said that? But, um, you know, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm going to bed. Talk to you guys later. Peace.